0: This program is made possible by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Ulligar Church of Christ in Ulligar, Oklahoma. Thank you for listening, and welcome to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Earl. Hello, ladies. You are listening to Diligent Teacher. I'm your host, Lisa Earle. Do you ever look around you and think about how far the world has gone away from the words of our God? Do you ever wonder how people became this sinful? How does it make you feel to see what has become of God's creation? Does it make you feel sad, angry, afraid? Does it make you want to go to God in prayer, begging for forgiveness for a world that can't save itself? Does it make you long for the joy of heaven? The prophet Nehemiah experienced this very thing. You see, even though we might think that the world has never been as wicked as it is now, we are wrong. This is the same song, just a different verse. Throughout the history of this world, God's greatest creation, man, has had immense difficulty with staying true to our Father. It happened in Genesis when God sent the flood to destroy everyone except for eight lone souls. It happened when the children of Israel populated the land of Canaan. It happened when the children of Israel were taken off into captivity. Humans have always had a hard time choosing right from wrong. But then, there are those few among many that stay true to God, that want to live righteously, that want to show others the way of truth. And Nehemiah was one of those few. Nehemiah was the king of Persia's cupbearer, and he spoke to a man named Hanani and a group of men who had come from Judah. He asked them about how the Jews who had survived the captivity were, and how Jerusalem was. And in Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 3, we can read their answer. And they said to me, The survivors who are left from the captivity in the province are there in great distress and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also broken down, and its gates are burned with fire. This wasn't the answer that Nehemiah wanted. We can see that clearly in verse 4. So it was, when I heard these words, that I sat down and wept, and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. Now this next section of chapter 1 is a prayer that Nehemiah prayed and it is what we are going to focus on for the next few minutes. Praying serves several purposes. The most obvious is that it is the way we speak to our Father. Without prayer there would only be a one-way communication through our Bibles. But God wants us to rely on Him and through that reliance we have a need and a desire to talk to Him through the avenue of prayer. Our prayers should contain five different parts, praise, thanksgiving, intercession, petition, and confession. Praise is the glorifying of God. He is our creator and he is worthy of our adorations. Thanksgiving is thanking God for our blessings. Intercession is praying for others. Petition is asking God for your own needs and confession is confessing our faults and repenting of our sins and with that in mind let's get back to chapter one of nehemiah and read the prayer that is recorded for us in verses five through eleven verse five and i said I pray, Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome God, you who keep your covenant and mercy with those who love you and observe your commandments, please let your ear be attentive and your eyes open, that you may hear the prayer of your servant, which I pray before you now, day and night, for the children of Israel, your servants, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Both my father's house and I have sinned we have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments the statutes nor the ordinances which you commanded your servant moses remember i pray the word that you commanded your servant moses saying if you are unfaithful i will scatter you among the nations but if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them though some of you were cast out to the farthest part of the heavens yet i will gather them from there and bring them to the place which i have chosen as a dwelling for my name now these are your servants and your people whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand O Lord, I pray, please let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant, and to the prayer of your servants who desire to fear your name, and let your servant prosper this day, I pray, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. Nehemiah was clearly distraught over the state of the Jews and Jerusalem so much so that he takes it upon himself to lead the Jews in the rebuilding of the wall in a very short amount of time. Too many times we see the problems around us, but we do nothing. Maybe we see them and we pray about them, but still we do nothing. Not Nehemiah. Nehemiah saw the problem. He mourned for the problem. He prayed about the problem. And then He did something about the problem. He led the people into action, and they rebuilt the wall of Jerusalem. Sometimes, one simple thing, like seeing that there is a problem, can lead into a snowball effect to eventually fix the problem. Nehemiah was not merely a man who saw that there was a problem. He was also a man of action. When we see problems that arise around us, whether they are in the church, with our family, our friends, or, or in our workplaces, are we led into action? Do we care enough to not only see the problem, but to mourn and pray about the problem, and then to try to fix the problem? If we want to live for God, we need to be a people of action. And hopefully, By our own actions, we can lead others to be people of action too. We can rise up and we can build walls like Nehemiah and the Jews of his day. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. And always remember to lead others and teach them diligently. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out More about Bible Way Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We thank you for listening.